Hello, this is Mike Burek, your host and the producer of Made in Ukraine Tech Startup Edition, a monthly podcast focusing on Ukrainian startup companies and their efforts to go global. Today, we are going to be speaking about a Ukrainian nonprofit organization that is very active in the technology ecosystem in Ukraine. And the name of that company is Greencubator. And specifically, Roman Zinchenko, who is one of the co-founders, is here with us today to talk a little bit about it. Roman, welcome. How are you? on the show and it's a great privilege to be here while doing fine we are approaching our some of the next milestones so we will be nine years in 10 days so green Cubator is working to extend the ukrainian clean tech community not just across europe but also worldwide and we are seeing some of the really nice teams shaping the future of green technologies here so, Roman, it sounds like you were founded in 2009, and, yes. and I'm curious how and why Greencubator was founded. Well, that's, that's an interesting story, and this is the story of uh, unemployment, this is the story of uh, recession, and this is the story of seeing the new opportunities where uh, everybody was thinking this is just the uh, not fertile soil. Uh, well. Before launching Greencubator, my brother Andre and I, we were running small businesses. Andre was doing the, like he was the pioneering developer of 3D infographics and info animation for Ukrainian TV channels. So his company was Graphite Media and I was doing financial PR and investor relations for attracting capital for Ukraine's most uh, promising businesses, so serving uh, large investment banks here. Actually, we both have communications background and graduated from Institute of International Relationships here. <clears throat> and uh, then 2008, boom, we lost practically everything. So we, our major client, they, they, the valuation dropped. Uh, the valuation dropped tenfold. There, there's different cases how people were. Uh, how people were losing businesses in the country and other stories, and uh, Green Cubator was born on the on the verge of new markets, not visible yet here. So uh, when we were trying to um, find some opportunities where we can help ourselves and also help other people, we were involved in several projects connected with the. Uh, regional um, investment marketing and one of those projects was also it was US funded program uh, called link um, and it was helping actually the cities to upgrade the investment profiles and we were working on our uh, on our communication side so we spent a little bit of time in in the Crimea especially in the city of Sebastopol which is now occupied by by, by Russians and um, the one of the surprising things for us was that they had a significant energy shortages and they had some significant problems in the energy field, but they didn't have any any solar heaters for water. And this is very sunny area, let's say like Ukrainian California in terms of climate, maybe not that hot, but they were used, still using electricity produced from coal-fired and nuclear stations. 
to serve the tourists better. So one of the ideas that was born for us today, we should help the cities and we should help the businesses to develop the, the renewable, the green energy projects. And then we came to realization, well, like, okay, we have these communication skills and we see a lot of inadequacies in Ukraine's heavily monopolized energy market. What we can do, let's help people create new companies, let's them help enter the renewable energy sector, the energy innovation sector, the tech sector, well, because the engineering culture here is present. And how we can do this? By providing them services grants. So that was the initial idea. We are helping the green startups with our communication skills for free for some time, and then we see how it develops. But it turned out there were no green startups around in 2009. So we had to pivot a bit. And one of the key ideas was changing the strategy for showcasing the green energy opportunities and in creative ways. So one of these ways was um, one of these ways was um, talking with bloggers and talking with the media and explaining them how the market can how the renewable energies, how the energy innovations can benefit the country, can benefit the businesses, and how they can create new growth opportunities and how they can create new potential for investments here. And well, we thought, good, what can we do? Let's just put some, so let's just ask people if they had a chance to, if they had the chance to experience renewables in their life, to charge their phones, to charge their laptops. Mostly they were answering, are you crazy? So we decided to set up, uh, we decided to set up, um, let's say, conference in the field and uh, power it by renewable energy. Uh, so it became one of our first public events. So it, educationally, we were targeting to showcase how renewables can work for people. And so two major public events were Energy Efficient Universities Conference, because we wanted to help students live in the sustainable, sustainable, uh, sustainable environment and learn the habits of sustainability and using renewables. And second thing was the energy camp, the open ear solar powered um, forum discussion platform meeting place for energy geeks, innovators, new technologies. And it turned out that not so much bloggers were interested, but it became the meeting point for the industry. And since then we did over 15 events in that format, helping create the platforms for industry development. So that is one of the ideas that brought Green Incubator together. We also faced a bit of corruption because, well, our parents, they bought a country house. And so during this unemployment period, we were saving money, installing all the energy systems there by ourselves. Uh, well, and it, it takes six months, one history professor and two unemployed small business owners to build the energy system, just the heating system, water supply system in the in the country house and save several K bucks on the installation. So we learned some of the imbalances and the uh, faced some of the corruption attempts, some of the, uh, you know, uh, if efforts to extract some more money when connecting to the grid this place. So we thought, okay, 
maybe we can do something better, maybe we can do something more efficient. And finally, it became the idea, which is now one of parts of Greencubator's DNA, which is called energy democracy. We do believe in energy democracy, and we do believe that energy democracy can be unlocking uh, a huge volume of business opportunities, probably at the, sc at the scale how internet unlocked the uh, new commerce and, and connection opportunities in early 90s. It's shaping our lives now. So we're basically talking over internet now with you. And, well, it's a new level of freedom. Roman, it's a very interesting story. I'd like to bring Grincubator up to date today. I've been reading something about a program that you have called Climate Innovation Vouchers, which is funded through a million dollar, uh, million euro fund provided by the European Bank for Reconstruction and Development. Can you tell our audience a little bit about that? Yeah, sure. Well, when you are launching businesses in the area which is still new and still unfamiliar, what are the most important drivers for these businesses to flourish uh, is the access to talent, access to markets, uh, the community behind them, as well as access to capital. So for most of our history, Greencubator was community builder. And we saw that there is a challenge for many companies getting invested and getting, getting their initial funding, actually. So through our hackathons, through HackFi Energy, through Smart Energy hackathons, through other events, we saw many rather impressive teams being launch, launching and shortly thereafter fading away because they weren't able to get access to capital. So we had this in our mind that at some point we should be providing the the access to capital for for the companies and um, we are happy that some other impressive players were thinking in this direction so uh, while in Europe the traditional venture capital in clean tech in green energy is um, less involved and the, the bigger player the biggest players are um, EU funded institutions and corporate venture capitalists corporate VCs well we had a lack of them in Ukraine and but now we are able to serve to serve the community better by providing them access to capital so the uh, climate innovation vouchers was born within the European Bank of Reconstruction and Development under their fintech uh, under their fintech program, um, F I N T E C C. Uh, so this is the program which is designed to facilitate access to climate technology and access to the the new opportunities. And uh, this part uh, this part of the program we are working on is funded by the European Union, uh, namely by the EU Neighborhood Investment Facility. So it's the grants for the companies developing technologies and implementing technologies which are climate positive and have uh, and have positive environmental having a positive environmental impact. So uh, it's important not just in terms of funding, but also in terms of signaling the market that the development is here. So how the program works? 
we as a program manager are are marketing the program uh, accepting the applications consulting the applicants uh, organizing the processes of uh, evaluation and winner selection and then pass them and then upon the EBRD approval pass the list of the winners to the London office for the contract signing so they are getting the grant money uh, with condition that um, they 25% uh, of the funds required are paid out of the winners own pockets but 75% is normally covered by EBRD very impressive teams and very talented uh, very talented groups uh, who are applying to this uh, to this program currently for the current moment uh, we got the approval for we got the approval for uh, 15 teams so it's the amount of approximately half a million euros and uh, more and uh, they are now in the process of uh, uh, they are now in the process of signing contracts with EBRD and working with the uh, working with the service provider so this model is not working as an investment in the company but as a let's say compensation for specific services needed by the company to uh, speed up the time to market process to get faster to the customers and to make the climate positive technologies available faster so this is really uh, this is this is really nice cohort of businesses uh, from very large variety of solutions across the board from uh, let's say uh, energy efficient construction technologies to energy storage from smart homes to smart industrial processes for example we have the company called UNESCO which is designing ultra capacitors and and the project uh, the program is supporting is using water as a solvent for electrodes production and to reducing the reducing the uh, carbon uh, reducing the energy and carbon footprint because normally um, organic organic solvent are used for it and they are rather toxic and utilization requires significant amount of, of energy and, and resources or we have guys who are designing designing the lab for uh, increasing biodigester um, biomethane tanks outputs they're like 10 kilometers from the front lines and they're doing this specific uh, edit, edit, uh, additives and strains of bacteria to increase 20, uh, by 25% the output of biodigesters, which is impressive part in terms of handling the animal waste and turning into and turning into the energy we have for example echo is me the i'm calling these guys the personal home energy detective the sensor allowing you to track the energy consumption of your every household item consuming electricity or we have solar gaps the company which did a lot of get a lot of attention on the kickstarter they are producing actually the blinds automatic blinds which are generating electricity so there's a lot of interesting opportunities in this sector we have like more engineering heavy companies for example biomass fired micro chp systems designed in the city of sumi 
or we have, for example, charging station solutions from city of Kharkiv and city of Kyiv. So, like, we have one of the uh, electrical mobility capital of Ukraine is not the capital; it's actually the city of Kharkiv, where it's easiest test to get the EV as a taxi. And actually, we are now supporting three electrical mobility countries. Uh, auto enterprise, uh, electro cars, and, and Toka with different level of solutions with different level of applications. So these are very impressive teams, and we are really happy that we are able to help them boost their solutions, to help them get into new markets, to help them get export contracts, as well as to streamline the process of, of getting the product ready. Roman, so we're, we're out of time at this point, unfortunately. If our audience wants to find out more about your organization, where can they go online? Well, speaking about Greencubator, it's best to go to the uh, site www.greencubator.info. And speaking about the climate innovation vouchers, you're welcome to visit it at climate.biz. So we'd be more than happy to answer your questions. And, uh, well, Ukraine now is the right place to start the clean tech innovation businesses. So Sounds like a very exciting area. I want to thank our guest today, Roman Zinchenko, who is the one of the co-founders of Greencubator, uh, a Ukrainian nonprofit that is working in the area of climate technologies in Ukraine. Uh, Michael, it's been a pleasure. And... Thank you. I do hope to welcome you someday in Ukraine, showing the ecosystem here, as well as your great listeners. This is Mike Burek, your host and the producer of Made in Ukraine Tech Startup Edition, a monthly podcast focusing on Ukrainian companies that are trying to go global. So until next time, that's all for now.